overall revenue is what that costs you. It's not a direct cost, it's split above the cash handling, security, employee counting, the deposits. There's all these different fees, so our solution in itself is a lot less expensive and more efficient for, for businesses and customers. And safer. Safer, yes. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about coming out with a lot of cash. If you want to buy a $500 or $1,000 worth of product, that's a lot of money to have on hand, and who knows what might happen. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today at Raising Cannabis Capital, we are joined by Lauren Murphy, the CEO of Alt36. Lauren, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm super happy to finally have you on the show. We've known each other for a long time, but I've never had you on. I know. <laughs> this is a first. <laughs> I know. You've always been the behind the scenes person. I really appreciate you making an exception for us today. I thought we'd kick off things by laying a couple common misconceptions to rest. Even though cannabis is legal in many states and it's generally accepted throughout the country, it's still illegal nationally, which means we still have banking problems because banks are bound by their charters, forbidding them to do business, including processing credit cards with federally legal businesses. So Lauren, with, without all 36, how do dispensaries process sales? So how they process in a compliant way, obviously cash is the easiest form of payment, especially as new businesses, they don't really know where to go get payments. So mm-hmm. cash is definitely a given. I think it was 2019, the end of that year closed out a lot of non-compliant payment systems that were using credit cards and going against Visa MasterCard rules. So a lot of those got shut down. And unfortunately, a lot of businesses got their funds held, millions and millions of dollars were held. So that was a way that people went to, but it wasn't compliant. So Alt36 is essentially comes right from your bank account. You don't have to preload funds and it's free for the customer. So it works very seamlessly and the merchant gets their money right away. In terms of efficient for the customer, it's awesome to do any sort of digital payment with ACH. And then on the merchant side, they get to reduce a lot of the fees associated with operating in cash. Oh yeah, for sure. It's not to mention the danger of it, but so it comes right out of their checking account, but maybe get into a little bit more detail because you have a unique way of doing this that's compliant and safe at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. So in this industry, I would say we're one of the most compliant payment systems, primarily because we're registered as a money services business on the federal level. Even though it is illegal federally still, there is guidelines that FinCEN's provided on reporting. We're essentially considered a financial institution, even though we're not a bank. So we do all the reporting that they require basically to move cannabis-related funds. And then on the state level, as it applies, we get money transmission licensing. But all that means really to the merchant is that it's a compliant solution that's not going to get shut down. I would say that's the forefront of what they should care about. And on the consumer side, it works very similar to a Venmo style experience, which is something that they're already used to doing in normal everyday behavior. So it works very well there. And there's a lot of cool things that we're coming out with this year. We're really changing our narrative and focus for being very consumer focused and consumer at the forefront and just focusing on 
really delighting these end consumers because we think by doing that, we'll really end up growing our business, but also the merchants that we partner with to make it as easy as possible for customers, incentivizing them, different cash back promotions, if you will. That's really cool. It's like you said, Ven- Venmo, or I use Zelly, I think it is. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. For my, all my business banking. Where- yeah, it's very <laughs> One click and it's immediately there. There's no like delay in transfer. It's just people are comfortable with that approach. And more important, the whole cash thing. A, it's it's dangerous for the customer. It's dangerous for the employee. But now you add COVID into the mix. Yeah. Tell our listeners just how effective cash is at spreading germs. Yeah, there's some pretty gross statistics out there. And it's, yeah, it, the list goes on, but it gets grody. For, for us, like it's so much easier for customers, especially on delivery. For them to just be able to pay, not have to go to the ATM, not have to get cash. And the benefit as well for the merchant side is if you're in store, now you can have your customer do impulse buys. You can upsell them on certain products for the, where they don't have the cash in hand. So it really helps everyone involved. But yeah, the, the cash is... Yeah. In addition to it costing, yeah, I think it's anywhere from 20 to 25% of your overall revenue is what that costs you. It's not a direct cost. It's split above cash handling, security employee counting, the deposits, there's all these different fees. So our solution in itself is a lot less expensive and more efficient for for businesses and customers. And safer. Safer, yeah. So you don't have to worry about coming out with a lot of cash. If you want to buy a $500 or $1,000 worth of product, and that's a lot of money to have on hand and who knows what might happen. I think you make a really good point for a listener that's never been in a dispensary. I walk in, I go to the ATM, I get a hundred bucks, I start to shop and I'm like, oh, I really like that, but I only have a hundred dollars. Let's just get it over with versus, <laughs> right. If you had that right on your phone, oh, I can do 115. That's okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that makes a big difference. So you're already in a lot of dispensaries and working with a lot of cannabis businesses. What's next? Where are we going with this next? So right now we're approved in eight different states to operate, but our main focus is really California and Arizona. So our focus is very much consumer at the forefront. And so that's why we really want to focus on Arizona and California the most, because we want to have as many consumers using our system in one area. That way we can really target to them the different marketing aspects that we want to do, really creating a community overall from not just on the consumer side, but merchant and our system. So we want to increase the average ticket beyond what we're currently doing. So it's right now we're able to increase the average ticket by 20%. And then our frequency of customers coming back to the merchant. So we want to listen to our customers to what they want, which will help them spend more, use the system more, more so that they do with cash or any other system that they may other be using that's not compliant. We want them to use Alt 36 first. So our, our customers are our main focus, which I think will benefit the entire supply chain. Oh, for sure. And, and if I am a customer that's already comfortable with using Alt 36, a dispensary is, geez, I need to make sure that I can service that customer. If they come in and they go, well, do you use all 36? And they're like, no, hang on, I'll go over here. So I, I think it's brilliant to focus, especially California. Geez, it's bigger than the whole country of Canada. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's a good point. Like to use if your dispensary doesn't use Alt 36. Our underwriting process is pretty streamless. So they could go to alt36.com and set up a merchant account. But in terms of the customer walking away to another merchant, they're not just losing a customer from not paying with Alt 36. They're losing out on that increased spend that they could have had at that store. 
This is a, a lot of marketing. Are you going to have to raise capital to, to assist you with this expansion? We are. <laughs> we just okay. Are, so we have updated our pitch deck, just given all the different changes that have occurred. But we also just finished our growth plan for 2021. So it's cool. Our team coming together, all different aspects and. It's going to be pretty cool, but we do need to raise capital to support, obviously, the growth, which you'll probably hear most businesses say in yeah. the industry. So we are raising capital at this time. You're, unlike a lot of businesses that are raising, this isn't a new business. You guys are established. You've already worked through all the bugs. Like you said, you're registered in eight states. And that groundwork right there is worth you know so much because it takes a while to get a, all that licensing that must have taken forever yeah it definitely so, does and it's upkeep each year but the exciting thing that we have within the next 30 45 days is we'll actually be be approved to process in all states that have a medical or recreational program that's primarily through a different transaction flow that we've created will act as more of a traditional merchant accounts. So our banking has approved us for that. Our existing investors have put additional capital in there to help us get there because there's such a huge opportunity for that for us. And we're also working a couple of point of sale platforms. And that is another incentive to us growing. It'll grow pretty dramatically because they'll have all their goal is to really do a land grab and get as many merchants using us as possible. So it's a pretty attractive time for an investor. We've restructured the company. We're really hitting this year pretty hard. And I think it's going to be pretty successful. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, well, the new administration, there's going to be a lot of change. It's not happening overnight, people. It's not going to be like wake up tomorrow and cannabis is legal nationally. There's so much work to be done that this is a long process and people are going to be using Alt 36 forever. So now is the time to get in while you know while the getting is good. I'll have the links to Alt 36 in the show notes and if you are a dispensary or a cannabis business, want to learn more, or if you're interested in maybe participating in their expansion as an investor. Just click the links and I know somebody from Lauren's team will be happy to help you. Uh, Lauren, we got to do this more often. This was good. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. How do cannabis CEOs balance growth and optimization strategies? What is THCO, Delta 10, and CBNA, and why should you care about these minor cannabinoids? And why isn't the endocannabinoid system covered in medical school? Most people think they're up to date in trends in the cannabis industry, but they're about six weeks behind. Learn about what is truly next in the cannabis space by joining myself, Brian Fields, and Kellen Finney every week on the Dime Podcast and, of course, on PodConnects.